0: Well, one of the best things about being a priest, especially when it snows like this, is that um, late at night when I get into the parking lot, I have an entire parking lot to do donuts in. And the one time, my my first assignment, I had just come in the one night and just tore the whole parking lot up doing donuts. And the maintenance men came in the next morning a little concerned, trying to figure out who had kind of like vandalized the property. And they followed the tracks all the way into the rectory garage and they figured out who it was. I've always grown up with like this sense of like adventure, you know. So when I was young, we had four wheelers and ATVs and dirt bikes, and we used to drag ourselves behind, you know, the the four wheeler sledding in the winter, and it was just awesome. So when I went into the seminary. Um, I still had this personality, none of that stuff went away. So I found myself doing these same kind of things in the seminary, we used to love sled riding, we had this big hill in the back of the seminary, and I would always find a way to like take it up another level, you know, so we'd build a jump at the bottom and just have a blast. and one of the faculty members who was the dean of disciplinary and uh, he was the one that would kind of like correct you whenever you did wrong we got to be real close by the end of my time there his name was Father Wachowiak, Father Dave Wachowiak, any of you know him, did he ever come out here and help out? well he's now a bishop and Father Dave Wachowiak, uh was always a, a very serious uh, stern kind of figure, especially until you got to know him, he just came off as being very serious and even his family would joke around with, with me about that well, one time, Father Wachovia caught me in the hallway, and he just pulled me aside, and he, he, he said to me, Michael, I have a question for you. And I said, okay. And I got kind of nervous, and he said, are you a thrill seeker? And, and I, I looked at him, and I thought, well, I love to skydive. I like adventure. Um, I go, yeah? And uh, he said, okay, noted. And he walked away. So I don't know what that meant. I still don't know what that means to this day. But the question haunts me, are you a thrill seeker? And I think the answer is yes. But the real question I think that we all have to ask ourselves is, are you a Christ seeker? Are you a Christ seeker? And what I mean by that is being a thrill seeker, like when you do something, it's never enough. You always want more. You always want to top it or go to take it to the next level. Well, the same is true if you're a Christ seeker. If you're a Christ-seeker, anytime you have just a little bit of him, you want more. If you've ever had an experience of Christ, you want more. And so today we celebrate the Epiphany, which is the the ultimate feast of the Christ-seekers. The wise men, those magi that were seeking and longing after the star, they didn't even know who they were searching for. They knew the prophecies had told them there would be a king that would come from Bethlehem and he would be great and he would take all the darkness away and bring light into the world. And so these magi, who were astrologers back in the day, were searching for a sign. They were seeking. And as they were seeking and following the star, they were brought to Jerusalem, the heartland of where Christ would would take place. And in Jerusalem, where the scribes and the Pharisees and, and and the Jews and all the people had been prophesying about Christ for thousands of years, They had no idea that Christ was born. didn't even occur to them. And so when they go to Herod, who's in charge of it all, Herod says, well, if you go to Bethlehem and you find him, let me know, I'll come and do him homage. Herod clearly wasn't a Christ-seeker. And so the wise men go to Bethlehem, the magi go to Bethlehem, and they discover the Lord, and they are just so in awe that they bow down and they worship before him. They actually prostrate. They lay down on the ground and they worship before him. And thankfully, an angel comes to them in a dream and tells them to go back another way. And so they depart and they go back another way. And Herod now discovers, word has gotten out that there's this other Christ. And Herod becomes furious that he had missed it. And so he makes this command that all the two-year-olds and under should be murdered and he slays all the children. Herod and all the Jews missed it. They weren't Christ-seekers. They were missing out on, on Jesus being born into the world. And the reality is that 2,000 years now, we're still sometimes missing out. And Christ, as we, as we hear in the gospel, came for not only all of us, but for everyone, for the Gentiles, for, for the atheists, for the agnostics. He has come for all of us. And we miss out when we are not Christ-seekers. And so I just invite you to ponder that question for yourself as we come to the end of this Christmas season. Have you had some kind of experience in your life that just makes you want to yearn for more? And if you have, are you still seeking? Are you still seeking with all of your heart? Because ultimately, if we're not thrill seekers or Christ seekers, we're gonna lead very boring, monotonous lives. But if we are Christ-seekers, we're going to discover that the more and more we experience of Him, the more and more we're going to long for. And just as the Magi followed that star and that star disappeared for a little while, the same is true for us. There may be times when we can't see Him or experience Him, but if we continue to yearn and we continue to to search, sure enough, the star will rise and lead us to Him. And so I ask you that same question. Are you a Christ seeker?